0: new vision is a church that places high value on scripture the bible is made up of 66 books and in this next portion we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family we hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well thank you for joining us today hey everyone dr joseph here with you again for our podcast here on february 23rd and we're going through rooted in wisdom our walk through proverbs and so today i'm going to be in proverbs 24 i'm going to be read verses 21 through 34 out of the new international version so let's read and then i'm going to give just some comments here we go fear the lord and the king my son and do not join with the rebellious for those two will send sudden destruction upon them and who knows what calamities they can bring These also are sayings of the wise, to show partiality in judging is not good. Whoever says to the guilty you are innocent, peoples will curse him, and nations denounce him. But it will go well with those who convict the guilty, and rich blessing will come upon them. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Finish your outdoor work and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. Do not testify against your neighbor without cause. Or use your lips to deceive. Do not say, I'll do to him as he has done to me. I'll pay that man back for what he did. I went past the field of the sluggard, past the vineyard of the man who lacks judgment. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wall was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observed and learned a lesson for what I saw. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, And poverty will come on you like a bandit, and scarcity like an armed man. Well, as we are going through Proverbs chapter 24, we're learning these lessons about how to interact with different kinds of people. The reality is is that you're going to come across people in all kinds of areas of your life. You're going to come across Good people that are going to be a blessing to you, and you want to bless them. You're also going to come across evil people as well. You're going to be in some situations where your uh, maybe your integrity is going to be challenged, your character is going to be challenged. Uh, you're going to have a chance to uh, to interact with people maybe that uh, could be lazy or somebody that works. You know what? How are you going to interact and and deal with different people? And so, when we kick off in verse 21. Once again, we're always going back to this relationship, back to Proverbs one seven, uh, that you know the beginning of wisdom is the knowledge is the fear of the Lord. And so, whenever we see that in verse twenty one, we see the fear of the Lord, uh, fear the Lord and the king, and do not join with the rebellious. It's kind of interesting that Psalm, Solomon would even talk about that because if you kind of remember in his family. Uh, there was that time whenever Absalom rose up against David and uh, was even a king. Now, he was a false king. He wasn't the actual king. But, but David abdicated the throne for a moment uh, and abdicated the city and, uh, in order to maintain the peace. And so yet we end up seeing the ultimate demise of this rebellion that occurred. And so uh, whenever we see this, we're seeing Solomon. He's speaking from uh, past experience in his life and then he goes on and he, he says uh, you know that those two will bring sudden destruction upon them so I mean the Lord and the king uh, they can really just uh, uh, they can really bring about uh, uh, the, the the wrath sometimes uh, of God in different situations well then we have where he starts to give some more sayings about how to interact, with people. Verse 23, to show partiality and judging is not good. Whoever says to the guilty, you're innocent. Peoples will curse and will curse them and nations denounce them, but it'll go well with those who convict the guilty and rich blessing will come upon them. Well, what's he talking about? Being, well, we need to be people of justice. We need to allow the, uh, the innocent to be set free. We need to make sure that the guilty receive their just. Punishment. Now we know that ultimate justice rests with the Lord uh, in that, but there's times whenever, uh, whenever you are, uh, you're leading people, or uh, you you see a situation that it is okay to to speak into that and say, you know, this is. I'm not going to show partiality. I'm not going to show favoritism in this situation. Instead, I want the innocent to be innocent. I want the guilty uh, to be guilty. And so once again, we're letting justice be done. So we want to interact with people. We want to be people of justice and allow God's justice to uh, to rule. And then we have verse 26 and 27. We have these two interesting verses that, that come out. We have verse 26, an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. I love to get sugar from Brittany. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, that's the way that an honest answer ought to be, is that it ought to be a, a, a wonderful kiss that you're experiencing uh, with, their, uh, with your loved one. And so uh, that's the way that our honesty ought to be. It ought to be desired. It ought to be well-received uh, from, uh, from somebody and then he gets this interesting verse, verse 27. He says, finish your outdoor work, get your fields ready. After that, build your house. Well, what in the world is he talking about here? Well, it the principle was one for a young Jewish man at this time, that uh, what he would do is, uh, before he would build his house, he would make sure that he had a way to provide for his family. And so he would do his outdoor work. He would make sure that his fields were ready. He would make sure that the harvest was going to be coming in. And and then at that time, whenever he was ready to start his family, he could uh, build his house. And that was kind of the last thing that you would see uh, especially a, a young, engaged man, what he would do is he would go away after being uh, promised, uh, being engaged to a girl. He would return home and he would build a house for her. In fact, we even see this. That's a picture of what Jesus is doing is that he's going and preparing a place for us. And so he's going to come again as, uh, as the bridegroom and we are his bride. And so what's the principle of, for this. Well, one thing is don't put the cart before the horse, meaning that uh there's a part of where you know we need to not step ahead of God. We need to make sure that we are being uh, that's a part of our integrity that we are doing is that we're we're living out this This principle of honesty, an honest answer, but but also that we are doing things the way that God designed for them to be. And so that's a part of what we're doing is that we're preparing things in the right way in our lives. And then he comes back to, once again, this interaction with people. And he says, verse 28, "...do not testify against your neighbor without cause. Use your lips to deceive him. Do not say, I'll do to him as he has done to me. I'll pay that man back for what he did." Well, that's an interesting principle because we see that played out in the New Testament as well. You know, Paul would talk about in Romans chapter 12, do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. And then we would see as well that he would say, revenge is mine, thus saith the Lord. And so ultimately what he's saying here is how we're interacting with people. We're to be people of justice. We're not to be people of rebellion. Uh, We're to be people of honesty. And here we're not to deceive others to get our way, or we're not to take revenge on people to have our way. Instead, we need to let God's plan take action. We need to let God's plan come to fruition and not us be the ones that step ahead of it. And then he gives this final thing, which is this observation. For us to see. And it's really this amazing picture of how even we are to interact with God's word. Look what it says in verse 30. He says, I went past the field of a sluggard past the vineyard of the man who lacks judgment, thorns had come up everywhere, the ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wall was in ruins. So we have this picture that he's walking by, he sees his field, he knows the person that lives there, that they are a sluggard, they are lazy, they're doing things Um, they are, they're doing things not to prepare, not to be a part of, uh, of wisdom. Instead, they're being a part of foolishness because they're letting weeds come up. They're letting all these thorns come up, all this stuff that's happening in this vineyard. And so it's not being fruitful by any kind of means. And then he says in verse 32, I applied my heart to what I observed and learned a lesson from what I saw. So here he is. He's, he's seen this and he's ready to make this uh, interpretation. He's ready to make this uh, judgment based off of what he has understood from God's plan of wisdom. He's understood from God's word. And here's what he says, verse 33, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come on you like a bandit and scarcity like an armed man. And he he makes this final application. He says, look, if you're going to be like this sluggard, then the reality is, is that poverty is going to come upon you. And, and the way that you're going to interact with people is that you're you're had every opportunity to do what you were supposed to do, and, and yet uh it, poverty's gonna come up onto you like a bandit scarcity, like an armed man. It's gonna be like it robs you whenever you're not doing what the Lord has called you to do. And so, once again, that's even an interesting picture of how we we're to study the Bible, we observe. We look at what the Bible says, you know, explicitly what the Bible says. We we interpret it according to the context, according to everything, and then we apply it to our lives. And so he was able to apply what he saw into his life. And it all comes back again to this theme of how we're relating to people and how we can we can help this person help help those that are around us. And sometimes the lessons that we learn. Are from other people that have maybe gone before us and done things that we don't need to do. What do I mean by that? Is that he went and he saw the sluggard, he saw the uh, the vineyard, and saw what he and he said, you know what? I don't want to act like that. I don't want my life to be like that. And instead, he said, you know what? I I want to apply wisdom to my life. I don't want it to look like this in any other way. And so that's what he's doing in all of these verses. Is that he's giving these relationships of how how we are to interact with people. With the rebellious, what, what's the answer? Fear the Lord, right? With with somebody who wants to show partiality, you know, in any type of way, what are we supposed to do? Well, we are to let justice occur, right? We're we're not to try, try to show favoritism in any type of way. And instead, we need to let the innocent be innocent, the guilty be guilty. And then we need, we're to live in honesty, right? And that's the honesty that we receive from others as well as that we give to others. We're to be people who are prepared in, in all areas of our life and how we're, uh, we're preparing for things in the right way, in God's plan. We're not to be people that try to deceive others with through what we say or tear others down or try to take revenge on anybody else. Instead, we're to be a part of of living out God's plan in that way. And ultimately we see how this all relates. So once again, it's an interesting chapter uh, to kind of see how all these different sayings sometimes connect and uh, try not to make it say anything other than what the, the word is saying. And so thank you again for just digging in with me on this. And we look forward to your next podcast and joining with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's word.